Coming to you from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is The Quinn Spin. Hey now, and welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of The Quinn Spin. I am your host, The Quinn. I don't know what that was, but I'm back here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, and more for another rousing and riveting installment of the official podcast of Underground Music Collective. You just heard Rebel Nine's All I've Become, our opening theme song. It has been since the great year of 2014 and will be until the very end of days. And this is an OG family episode welcoming back our OG fam. We have Mr. Scotty Rock wearing his good friend of the show t-shirt vintage Quinspin merchandise that you can't currently right. get anywhere, although I do need to remake that design instead of oh, cool. and then uh mr jd down there so uh gents what's what's shaking i'll scotty. go first yeah scotty go you you go uh hi how are you um first of all i just want to say the revel nine song i was listening to one of the past shows that is a perfect song for the show and it always gets me going and it's so good yeah it really I just wanted to throw that out there. That's why Same it's going to be there until the end of days. Like, what yeah, better it's, opening And it's totally worth to the end of days because it's so good. So good. Um, so I had, like, three things I wanted to say, and uh, I completely blanked out. Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, the Pebble turned three since we last spoke, which is yeah. just insane. Um, L's due date for what do we what do we decide to call the next one? Another Pebble. A Pebble 2, Pebble, yeah. Pebble mm-hmm. Square, uh, Pebble. is July 28th. So we have an official mm. date. Uh, so yeah, July 28th, I will be a father for the second time, and I'm not even at all prepared. Um, so hopefully by July 28th, I'll be prepared. Yeah. Um, be prepared. Yeah, that's... And now we owe Disney end. 30 cents. Uh-oh. I hope it doesn't end like... Uh, like that, you know, movie did. But uh, yeah, like the father in that movie. That's what I meant to say. Um, so yeah, and uh, today I encourage everybody to do this. I did a Facebook purge. Ooh. And I went from 950 friends. That's a lot. To 648. Still oh, kind man. of a lot. It's still a lot. But I actually talk to most of these people or at least want to see what they post um so i encourage everybody it was quite uh what's the word quite cathartic Mm. getting rid of people that i don't care about so (laughs) if you made the cut congratulations did we make the Um, cut let me let me check i don't know you'll have to find out let me check to see if i made the cut (laughs) let's see could you imagine if i deleted one of you guys by accident i mean for me it wouldn't be the first time (laughs) hey now Uh, (laughs) i made the cut well, I think I was my, pretty. I think I was pretty close. That's probably like a bubble pick. Bubble no, pick. no. Well, it was between you and and uh, Gay, uh, Big Daddy Dell. That's uh, fair. <laughs> Ooh, oh, so uh, shots fired at Big Daddy. Dell. I'm just kidding. Dell made it too. We still don't know where he is. Yeah, we don't. Uh, aside, aside, aside from appearing in my Instagram story views once I, in a while. Yeah, I, I saw he did uh, love something you wrote, or he. He loved something. He, he posted something, and I saw him. He did one of those heart comments. Anyway, so I encourage everybody out there to uh, go and purge your social media. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, recently done it in a much smaller scale. I I only purge when I feel the need. I'll just leave it at that for the on-air conversation. I've, but, I've hmm. never done one. You should. It's really, never... it's it's really cathartic. I, I've I've never done. This is the first time I've done it. Usually, I just delete my Facebook for a week, <laughs> um, or just you know take a break. But uh, you know, thing, thing is, I don't really use Facebook all that often. Like, it's probably third in my most used social medias now. Yeah, I'm starting to back off it too. Honestly, Instagram is definitely um, number one, and once I actually. Yeah. Fully commit to the talk. I'll probably never use Facebook. Oh my God. I am yeah, on the talk now. Uh, I uh, yeah, I'm kind of on the talk. 
Same. I'm still like, kind of, I'm still like, do I really want to go down this rabbit hole? I like, use Twitter the most. It's not for me. Twitter is my number one. Yeah. See, Twitter's probably last in my book and it should be, it should be up there, but it's not. Well, that's why only your mom likes your tweets. You're never going to yeah. take a hint, right? I should yeah. get into it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You want to increase engagement? Yeah. Use it. Good, 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 good advice. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, third update, last update is uh, I know, I don't think JD was here when I talked about my ponytail dreams. Mm. Um, so I don't know if you could see. You've got, you've got a little nub there. Got a little, got got a little, little going. Uh, but I think it's kind of like not ready. Yeah, it's right? not quite there. It needs a yeah, little. Like I, I think if I put a little rubber band like this, it'll look pretty stupid. Is there a term for a younger pony? <laughs> um, foal? What's it? Yeah, is it a foal? Is it a newborn tail? Yes, it's a. It's a. Well, I think a, a baby horse is a foal, right? Oh, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Let's see. What is a child is- pony called? A young oh. horse is known as a foal. Very a good. Foal. So you have a full yeah. tail. I have a full tail. Yes. Yeah. But it's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah. So uh, I give it like a month. Very good. And those are my updates. I went on a pony ride when I was four once. I thought you were about to say like last week. <laughs> what <did> that be? <laughs> no, don't give me the horse. I'll take the pony. Yeah, I want to go on a pony ride. I want to go on a pony. I remember that day very well. It was a field trip of my preschool. My mom was there and I went on a pony. You're, ride. you're too buff for a pony. I am. I'm very buff right now. Yeah, I'm you the break the pony. I would break the pony. <laughs> and actually, our, that that probably is going to lead into our, our, what we might talk about a little bit earlier. Not earlier, later. Oh, you mean, you know, how Coach McQuakes has been absolutely kicking my you-know-what's-its? You are Coach McQuakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, what, what is this accusation? Uh, I, look, okay, I put him as my background. You as, look, okay, for those... You and I look well, we've absolutely... never seen you in the same... You, look exa- you have the same exact facial hair. For, for one thing, he's wearing sunglasses, and I am not wearing sunglasses. Well, that's just okay. a that's just a personal choice. If you put on sunglasses, you are Coach McQuakes. I don't even own a you pair of sunglasses. I realize I'm the conspiracy theorist of this panel. No, but you know what? Now that you mention it, when he did my workout, mm-hmm. um, the Quinn, he actually left. And I didn't right? even realize he... Right. Have you ever seen Quinn and Coach McQuakes in the same room together? Why are I you putting it, why are you putting Dr. Robotnik as your virtual background? Look, I don't need I don't need to stand for these wild accusations on my show. Okay. So right. are you becoming the villain? Are you gonna go capture the animals in Green Hill Zone? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Santa. <laughs> also, actually, they don't call him Dr. Robotnik anymore. He's Eggman now. Yeah. Just the stupidest thing. Um but yeah, let's get this uh, train back on the tracks. Let's do it. Yeah, JD. Um, JD joining us again. Um, you were going to join us the last time we did an OG family episode, but uh, yeah. you have a story and I'll, I'll let you be the one to tell it. Yeah. So um, last time we had a show or you guys had a show because technically wasn't my show because I wasn't on it. Um, earlier that day, I've been trying to get my parents into soccer for a while now. I really like watching soccer. Um, and we have a, a fairly new team down here in Atlanta, Atlanta United. Um, they were founded in 2017. And uh, I finally got my mom to go to an Atlanta United game. So we went uh, earlier that day. Um, They're playing a brand new team, Charlotte. But um, the game was tied 1-1 going into the uh, stoppage time of the second half. And we scored a goal literally at like the end of the game and the stadium went nuts. And I got so excited that I fainted. I don't know if this has ever happened to you before. I don't mean to laugh. Sorry. No, it's fine. I, 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 it's never happened to me before, but just, and I think this is what's so great about soccer is you can get, the, the ebbs and flows and the roller coaster of emotions that you go through in a game of soccer can lead you to fainting. So, like, because of the sh- 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, just from the sheer jubilation of winning that game at the last second. So like, what was it like waking up from that and realizing it happened? Where did you wake up? <laughs> like, what was the whole? It's strange because like I was still standing the whole time. I didn't actually fall over. I was just kind of like really dizzy. My sight went away. I couldn't see. And uh, and then when I came to, I was uh, just kind of woozy and like... Uh, we won. I mean, I still had all my thoughts about me and all that stuff. It was just wow. So you, was you blacked like, out, but you stayed where you were, like in the stands. Yes, I didn't fall over. I was very surprised I didn't fall over. Wow. Was it I, hot? Like, was it purely oh, just excitement? I'm or always like, hot. No, no, but I'm like, did that have something to do with it? Not, not, no. Um, <laughs> It's a video exclusive. Did, yeah, I know. Did you did you eat or did you I, like? I think I didn't have that much to eat during the that day, um, and I probably was dehydrated. So the but, moral of the story is: if you're going to get excited, make sure you have food in you. The moral of the story is: the next time Atlanta United wants to score a game winning goal, maybe they should do it a little earlier. <laughs> save that's you the, the more, trouble that's what i that's what i took out of this um but uh, i mean I and then, scared, that's scary and then atlanta traffic is just miserable so like by the time y'all were ready to start recording the show i uh, we were still in the city Ugh. so i grossly um underestimated the cushion of time that i was going to have oh yeah like I mean, the, the first time I, I visited you down there coming up from Florida, uh, I got to Atlanta like right around 4 p.m. on a weekday. And it is no joke. I drove no. right through the heart of the city, I think on 85, that is. And that was like, and then there's that big, terrible, like five point intersection <laughs> a little north of downtown. That's yes, that is. So for those of you that aren't from Atlanta, there is a part north of the city where one highway breaks into three. So when you're coming south, that means three highways merge into one highway. You've got 75, 85, and then State Route 400 all coming together into the city. It's, yeah. And then we also have another area of the city called Spaghetti Junction that's miserable. Um, It sounds like something out of Mario. Yeah, and I like spaghetti, so I don't want you know I don't want this spaghetti uh, slander happening when I in my in my pasta. That was not a coherent sentence. <laughs> I, I think know. I understood what you were saying. They could, yeah, they you you get what I you get what I'm trying to do. You they should have named it after a less desirable pasta. Yeah, like linguini. I was gonna say linguini. Yeah. If you like linguini, oh really? Oh look look at our look at our minds. If you like I linguini, know. I apologize. I, I like linguini. I'm very like sorry, Scotty. What about um, do we not like? Uh, mm, you know what pasta has a funny name? Fusilli. There's a pasta called nudie. Really? <laughs> I wonder what it looks like. Yeah, what does nudie. it look like? <laughs> nudie. I bet you can't put sauce on that one. It's got to be all natural. Was uh, that joke too out there? That joke was way too no, out there. No, I got it. I got it. Okay, I, good. I just tried to pile onto it, actually. Oh, fair. Okay. I said it has to be all Okay, all so natural. so I'll give you a, a guess. How do you think you spell nudie? N-U-T-I. Wrong. N-U-D-L-E. Wrong. Noodle. Ready? It's spelled G-N-U-D-I. It's that fucking... Or just N-U-D-I. But... It's still called nudie. <laughs> it's it's like gnocchi with yes. the GN. Yes, yeah, correct. Um, nudie is actually uh, it's pasta, but it's it's a dumpling ma- made with ricotta cheese instead of Ooh, potato. I love ricotta cheese and semolina flour, and it's like a pillowy, light, Ooh. chewier gnocchi. Where, where do I get this beautiful? I want uh, it creation as jd has an asmr attack i mean i'm assuming at at high-end uh olive garden 
that's high end right it, yeah yeah totally uh, Sabaro, maybe Sabaro, Sabaro, <laughs> authentic Italian. We we we, we, we roasted Sabaro. We roasted Sabaro <laughs> back. In the, we we roasted Sabaro just like that back on the uh, in, in the in the old days, Scotty. I, for some reason, every time I, I see Sabaro, I think of you saying Sabaro, authentic <laughs> yeah. Italian. That's 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 the precipice of Italian cuisine, Sabaro. <laughs> <laughs> you get at the precipice of uh, your shopping at a mall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the precipice Ooh. of Italian cuisine. Wait, can you see? I have to clean my that desk. Is, that's nudie. Oh wow! Oh, delectable. Mm. I already ate, so I'm now want to eat some more. That yeah. is a ricotta nudie with sage butter. Sage butter. Anything with butters, just. You know, can't go wrong. Yeah. Butter and garlic yeah. over marinara or red sauce any day, by the way. But okay, know. so uh, we'll die on the butter and garlic hill. You literally, there's, there's this, there's this really simple dish. I think it's called cacio e pepe, which just means cheese and pepper in Italian. You literally just take pasta noodles, you put Parmesan cheese over it, melt it with some, with some pasta water and put pepper on it. And it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Nice so simple. simple, so easy, and it's so good. What's yeah. it called? Cacio e Pepe. C A C I O space E space P. I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to say bless you. I really didn't care. Man, I gotta go clean my desk. I'll be right back. What? He's gonna go clean his desk. Maybe he's gonna. No, I talked, look, I don't like having. I spit. I spit soda all over my desk when you said Sabaro. <laughs> And I don't want to finish this podcast with just spit pop on my desk. That's fair. That's fair. That's going to dry and get all sticky. Yeah, exactly. I I just called it spit pop. Did you ever think you'd hear that phrase before? Spit pop? No, but it does speak to your Midwestern roots. And we're in a pandemic. Yeah, it's true. Can't get my desk to get COVID. That's a hazmat right there. That is, I need a stimulus package. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll let you clean your desk here. <laughs> that's that's his way of saying he ain't sending you shit. <laughs> Wait, what? You said what? you need a stimulus package. You said let go clean your desk. I said that's his way of saying he ain't sending you shit. I, I yeah, look. Fair. I'm not the government. I'm Quinn. I I don't want your stimulus package. Are you sure? Wait, I should rephrase that. <laughs> Did you? He just. If you're listening in, he winked at me winked or wonk oh is that the past tense wonk? of wink i have no idea no. i'm just i'm just I talking like out of my we of my wink home. you wink, wink he she winks he wonked we wonk <clears throat> we wonk we, we wonk, wonk together <laughs> um i am placing the blame of that train derailment on scotty rock for saying some borrow i'll take it yeah we really went places from the, the, the jokes too he from pasta, from Spaghetti Junction to Sabaro to Spit Pop to Wonk. Well, to Nudie. Spaghetti Junction to Nudie. Uh, yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So don't, moral of the story, don't drive in Atlanta. Atlanta United score faster and go to Sabaro. Free Suge Knight. <laughs> Free Suge Knight. Yes. Yes. Is, is Suge Knight, is Suge Knight still alive? I don't know. Let me, let's look that up real quick. I'm, you okay? You beat me to the punch. I got it. I got it. I, got it. I feel like it. he might be no longer with us, but no, I think he is. No, he is. Marion Hugh Suge Knight Jr. is an American music executive. Is an American music executive. He's, not was. Not so was he's still alive. Exactly. That's how I. That's the number one way I tell if a celebrity is still alive. If it says is on Wikipedia instead of was. Speaking of celebrities who are no longer alive, I was really shook about Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was really upset. Like certain celebrities, it's like, eh, whatever. But like that one kind of <laughs> really hit me. Not when back up for a second. <laughs> no, no, certain no, celebrities, like, yeah, I can live. It doesn't it hit you here. You know? Gilbert got like Bob Saget. That hit me here. Right. Yeah. Well, I actually saw Bob Saget like two months prior. So that really, like, yeah. Um, but Gilbert Gottfried was like, just from problem child i mean that that movie was one of my absolute still is as a kid i mean he was just amazing in that and just 
watching him on like the roasts and I don't know, it just is upsetting. He was young and I had no idea he was sick. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. It was like some kind of mus- muscular dystrophy. Yeah, um, sixty-seven. Mm. I think he was. It was. It's kind of still, scary. Still had some life to live. Yeah, I mean. I can't think of Gilbert Gottfried, though, without thinking of back in the original run, Scumbo, reading Fifty Shades of Grey as oh Gilbert Lord. Gottfried oh God. read Fifty Shades of Grey. If you haven't I seen that, that, I forgot about that. If huh. you haven't seen that, you should go on YouTube and just type in Gilbert Gottfried, Fifty Shades of Grey. It is among the man's finest work. <laughs> he, was, he was brilliant. He was so funny. Yeah, he really was. My favorite Gilbert Godfrey moment was actually on Hollywood Squares. I don't know if you. My brother told me about this. Yeah, he sent it to me, but I didn't. I didn't. Can you? What is it? So he he was a he was a celebrity, uh, a celebrity on Hollywood Squares, and it was towards the end of a game, and he was basically the last square to win the game for either side. And he just trolled both contestants. Like he'd say a question. And if you've never seen Hollywood squares before, you basically try to make tic-tac-toe, but in order to earn your X or your O, you have to correctly answer a question that a celebrity gives. You either agree or disagree with their answer. So they could lie just to troll you. So Gilbert Godfrey basically trolled these contestants for like six straight questions (laughs) <laughs> they all got it wrong. And every time they got it wrong, Gilbert Godfrey yelled out, you fool. <laughs> Until someone finally got it right. Oh, wait. So they couldn't go to anybody else. It was him. It just like, go away. Yeah, it was, he was the only square left. <laughs> That's great. So like if there's a cat game, because, you know, so many or tie game, there's so many tic-tac-toe games that end at yeah, a tie. Yeah. The way Hollywood Squares does it, if, if you get five of the nine squares, you also win. Okay. So they both had four. So he was the last square that's left. So funny. Yeah. I know my brother. I, that's got to be the same one. I got to find that. Yeah. It's just it's just like him for three minutes trolling them with with wrong answers. And they always agreed with him. It's <laughs> amazing. Well, Scotty, what's your favorite Gilbert Gottfried moment? Well, there's some inappropriate roast jokes that he made that I will not uh, repeat. <laughs> yeah, after I gave this wholesome Hollywood Squares one, I was yeah, well, especially <laughs> that. But no, there's a couple that I know specifically, but I'm not. I'm not repeating it here. But um, no, just his his just that voice, mm-hmm. just that that voice, and how and that was completely a character because I know we talked about Howard Stern in the in the past. I know you don't love him because of his. Although he he changed his tune on podcasts, I just want you to know. I know that was an old topic we used to bring up. Yeah, yeah, I got real mad. He has changed his tune on podcasts, but for um, for context, I got big mad at Howard Stern in 2014 for you yeah. know belittling the podcast medium. Yeah. Yes, however, Howard had him on. Um, he actually said because he did a tribute to him when he passed away. He actually had him on the show 120 something times, which is Ooh. crazy to me. But um, there was one bit that he did where Gilbert called Howard at home or on like the private line. And he talks like you and I, like he talks with a total normal voice. And just to know that that voice is a complete character and like complete fabrication, not even close to how he talks. Like he had a deep voice. Yeah. He's like, Hey, uh, Howard, this is Gilbert. I just wanted to uh, make sure that we're on for tomorrow. There's a clip on YouTube if you search for it, but it was just amazing. And just yeah. that voice and just his his way of delivering jokes. I, I, it was just the way he did it. I, I he had me on the floor, like doubled over in laughter every time. I just I think he was one of the, one of the funniest comedians. Yeah. Yeah. And there's actually a documentary. I think it's on Hulu, maybe, or it was on Hulu. Uh, Like, yeah, of Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, I want to watch his life and his history. I actually, I haven't had the chance to watch it yet, but I saw it there. And yeah, like, that's where you meet the real person, you know, beyond this persona with this voice, this iconic voice. Uh, That is on my list of to watch things. I I have an opportunity actually next week. 
I I will be dog sitting for my dog nephew here in Nashville while my old roommates go away. And we were joking about, you know, me and me and Ringo, the dog having, you know, movie nights. And maybe maybe we'll watch that Gilbert documentary. There you go. Oh, Ringo's uh, Presley. Yeah, Ringo is Presley and Presley is Ringo. They're like Black Lab pit mix. Um, You know, Ringo has calmed down significantly um, since I lived there. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe one day. Um, Sounds like you were the problem. I guess. Yeah, remove me from the equation. Ringo comes very blunt. Yeah. Well, no, they've, 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 my, my former roommates have invested a lot of time and energy and resources into like training him uh, because he was a very rambunctious youngster. They got him at like two months old. I believe in dog training. Yeah. And like, they got him at two months old, like from a, from a rescue. We don't quite know what happens, but like when he was a puppy, he'd get really anxious about being left, you know? So we think it might've been like an abandonment kind of scenario. Um, mm. You know, I know, I know this dog very well, of course, cause I lived with him and he's my dog nephew, but, uh, but yeah, no, he's, uh, he's like, he, he hardly even jumps me when I, when I walk in the house anymore, it's, he's oh, nice. a lot of progress. Yeah. Yeah. So uncle, uncle Q is going to be watching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be there. Um, be there all next week, actually. So it'll be like the old days, you know, just me and Ringus hanging out. I call him Ringus because he's a dingus. Hey now. <laughs> so anyway, well, that was a fun little long intro segment. Scotty, we ready? About par for the course. We will, we will be in two seconds. All right, I can stall until and I can clean my desk. And- Go ahead, <laughs> just do it. A- <laughs> I'm ready. We've got, and hopefully it's better than the last couple, some stupid news with Scotty Rock. All right. So I I definitely think I redeemed myself this time. Um, JD, you have missed the last couple. Or you were here for for my cheese, uh, right? Were you here for my cheese? That sounds familiar. I don't know what what last time's was because I was too busy fainting. The cheesy. And the last time was like a gruesome murder that actually wasn't stupid (laughs) news at all. It was just terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this one's pretty stupid. And I think it's it's, uh, worthy of stupid news. It's from HuffPost um, two days ago, April 22nd. And the headline reads, women, woman rescued after falling in outhouse toilet trying to get phone. Go on. Okay. This is in Washington State. A woman who accidentally dropped her cell phone into the hole of an outhouse in a national forest fell in while trying to retrieve it and had to be rescued by firefighters in Washington State. Brennan Fire Department Chief Tim Manley said the woman who was at the top of Mount Walker in the Olympic National Forest northwest of Seattle had been using her phone when it fell into the toilet or the outhouse hole on uh, that Tuesday. Manly, and I like that name, Manly. You said Manly, so I had to switch back to the Quinclake. Yeah, I was just about to ask if it actually was Manly, if I was hearing that right. Manly. Uh, Manly said she disassembled the toilet seat and used dog leashes to try and get the phone and eventually used the leashes to tie herself off as she reached for it. That effort failed and she fell into the toilet head first. Oh gosh. She, she was trying to rappel down. She was trying to rappel down with dog leashes. They didn't work very well and she went right in, said Manly. The woman was alone and tried to get out of the outhouse for 10 to 15 minutes. Reunited with her phone, she was able to call 911. Responding firefighters passed her blocks to stand on to reach a harness, which they used to pull her out of the vault. The Brennan Fire Department said the woman uh, said the woman said she was uninjured. She was washed down and strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste, but she only wanted to leave. The fire department chief said, I've been doing this for 40 years, and this was a first. Wow. Did I redeem Um, myself? You have absolutely redeemed yourself. I think you're good for a couple shows. Yeah, you can lay a couple eggs. That may be the uh, leader in the clubhouse for the tournament at the end of the year. Yeah, I was I was pretty proud of this one, and and the fact that she fell in head first just made it even better. I don't know why. I think that's the best one of the year. You so think? Far. I think that yeah. might be the best one ever. That that that's yeah, that's on like that, that's that, that's that might be a, that might be a bit hyperbolic, but 
That, right, well, hold on, classic. hold on, hold on. It is an instant he, classic. He, he's taking a bow for the oh, listeners. Wait, wait. He's not done. Now he's brushing off his shoulders. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Um, and now he classic. said he's done. Instant. Well, you can hear that one because you're listening. Never mind. My 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 favorite. My favorite part was the rappelling down using the dog leashes, but you know, yes, it's also relatable because I dropped my phone in a Starbucks toilet in Denver last year and lost all my contacts. So I, I yeah, but I'm wondering pain. how I'm wondering how deep this hole was. If she she had to rappel, she had to disassemble the toilet seat and use dog leashes to try to rappel down. Um, and then they had to pass her blocks to stand on to get out. Spelunking into the poop to rescue her phone. <laughs> Like, just leave it at that point, man. Just, like, leave it. Like, cancel well, your there's, line. Like, There's some battles that aren't worth fighting. No. no that was one of them. Yeah. Uh, just leave she it. She got it, though. Yeah, she got but it. What, she, at what cost? Yeah. I, I, she ended up on a podcast with a segment in Stupid News. She might have come and out of that. She probably ended up on the fire department's, you know, funniest moments uh, list. And she might have come out of that hole with something she can't wash off. There you go. Would you like all to expl- would you like to expound upon that? Gordon? No, no, I'll just leave that up to the audience's imagination. But overall, uh, this woman's holding a lot of L's here today. Good. She is You're holding. Welcome. Yeah. That was great. Lots Thank of you. L's. Thank you. I feel I, I feel I feel great after that stupid news, honestly. That You've never had this kind of adulation from that, stupid news. That made my heart smile. That one was wow. The visual maybe that should have been something for your ears and feeling good. Yeah, maybe we. Yeah, I was just about to show. say I'm, I'm that I'm getting encroached on, encroached <laughs> upon. That was, that was the feel good story of the year. So does my feel good have to have some stupid news in it now too? I mean, I mean sure. I mean, you do you. It's it's not, by the way, but I can try. Maybe next time you can try to encroach upon and find one that is primarily feeling good, but also kind of stupid it's, are we encroaching upon each other or is this gimmick infringement Where's i won't oh. okay all right well bravo bravo I bravo really i i didn't know how to derail that so i just asked legitimate wow, on track questions that was too good to derail it was too good to derail yeah that That's, is impressive yeah well, look at how proud he is of himself. That is look, look at that smile he's you so done happy. did well so happy. I'm so happy. I did I knew it was good, but I did not think it was like a, that that good. But the, thank you. The descent into the poop cave. I think I think it's just it's also I think my stupid news uh it, the past what month have been so bad that anything remotely stupid and like relevant can you know throw. oh you feel like our expectations have lowered. Oh yeah. uh, well, yes, absolutely. Yeah, maybe when you were in your prime, this one would have been like middle of the road, but yeah. You know, mm. I just those were the days. I just told uh, you you were out of your prime. <laughs> I know. Well, we are well, I'll speak for myself. I I, I am old. Same. I'm not because I've been doing the Quink Wake with Coach McQuakes over here. And look how that's, look how jacked I am. Can we just get a look at this arm here? Like look what you just said. Look what you just said. Look what you just said. Look how jacked I am. Look how jacked I am. I am while pointing to Coach McQuakes. No, because I was pointing to him and I was looking That's... really jacked as I was pointing to him. Everybody's seen your shirtless pictures on Instagram to know. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting I'm, I'm getting casting calls Those... for TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Th- that might that might have been the smartest decision he's ever made. Honestly, I'm gonna keep doing it because obviously, like, I'm and what, and... what do I get casting calls for? And Quinn, let's just drive this point home. <laughs> for what was it? The 600 pound life. <laughs> For me? Oh, for me. Oh. <laughs> I post shirtless pictures. Hey, only one way to find out. Go for it, Qu- Scotty. Quinn. Go for can, it. Jay, can, you had a can, point. Can we, can we, can you go back and say what you said a little while ago about what that shirtless picture gave you? Because I think we need to gas you up a little bit. And that was a big thing you said just now. Yeah, I've been getting casting, like casting directors reaching out to me for TV shows because they've been finding my fitness thirst traps on Instagram. That's huge. Like I think I'm like gonna, you. I think I'm finding the sauce. So I see goodbye. I see what you did. Are you sure it's not roids? Huh? Are you sure it's not roids? Definitely not on roids. Definitely not across the line. I, I I found um I found 
Well, I didn't find my, my former roommates actually stopped by there yesterday. They had protein powder just kind of laying around that they gave me. So I'm excited. Oh, you're inspiring the masses. I am. You're an influencer, Quinn. I'm becoming an influencer and that's what needs to happen. I was telling Scotty off air. We need one big, we need one big get. We need one big fish, one catch. And then it's on the line. All right. Shirtless Scotty. It is. Let's do it. Yeah. Take it (laughs) off. I'm not taking my shirt off. No, just Scotty. Just Scotty for now. Next time. No, I no. I'll tell you what. what. If I can get two followers on Twitter, (laughs) two new followers, (laughs) I will do the next show with my shirt off. That's all it takes. Two. Yeah. I haven't gotten followers and God knows that two new followers. On Twitter. You know Scotty what this reminds Rock, me of? This and it cannot me. be you two making up fake uh, burner accounts. Twitter accounts. You, you know what this reminds me of? And for some reason, I was just thinking about this yesterday. And JD, this is relevant to you because you interned for this show. Back in middle oh. school, I remember Elvis Duran when it was Elvis Duran and the Z Morning Zoo. They all mm. did a show naked together. <laughs> I don't remember that show. And I definitely wasn't interning me. during that show. <laughs> that was like in middle school. That was like when I first, that was an Elliot Siegel. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, was that when it was Elvis I, and Elliot? Yeah, that was Elvis. Of course it was because Elliot was, yeah. it was probably an Elliot idea. I definitely couldn't have interned when I was in middle school. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know why I thought of this yesterday. Oh, cause I saw somebody posted a picture of like they met Elvis Duran. And then I started like going down the Elvis Duran rabbit hole. Cause I used mm. to listen to that every day in middle school. And before school, I would just lay there and be late for school listening to the Z Morning Zoo. And one day, they just all decided they were going to do a show naked together. Well, not, I, not doing I definitely I don't remember that one. I, I definitely do. And for, for those that uh, don't live in the New York area, Elvis Duran and the Morning Show is the number one syndicated morning show in the country now. They're pretty big. And it, and it started up in new york yeah it did yes yeah so uh i don't think they'd be allowed to do a show naked anymore this is kind of uh the go crazy era of radio yeah that was that was the 90s which was the attitude area era of not only wrestling but life of radio and radio and everything else yeah yes and let me just let me just set the boundary right now for for you guys and for the listeners out there i will never take my shirt off what about your pants I will never do that either. Okay. I mean, for all we know, none of us could be wearing pants right now. Nobody can see. I'm wearing pants. Well, I'm wearing shorts. Scotty? I might be. I might be. I might not be. Yeah, I'm going to leave you guessing too. You're going to know from me, and you know what the answer will always be. Because I'm setting a boundary. Pants off, dance off. Remember you like song? how I made that into a rhyme? I did. You're a poet, and you do know it. You're a regular mm. Dr. Seuss. I do what I want because I live in Vermont. Look at that. I'm a Vermonta. I do what I want to. I've heard that variation as well. What? <laughs> I'm a Vermonta. Vermonter. I do what I want her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't heard it like that. That's kind of cool. I, I knew somebody in college who was from Vermont. Oh, I've never actually been to Vermont. Me neither. It's kind Actually, of hard to I, get to. I don't really. How care. you just go north and east? But like, there's no reason to go to Vermont. Like, just like there's no reason to go to Delaware. Exactly. Like it's just kind of like out of the way up there. There are no real major cities or points of interest. It's just it's, like a bunch of like vineyards and stuff. I don't know. I've been like, there, but on the way back from New Hampshire and Maine, I've been there. Right. And here's the thing, too. If you look at a picture of the Northeast, where Maine and Vermont and New Hampshire and all those are. I bet you you're going to get Vermont and New Hampshire mixed up. You can't no. be a great you can't be a great state if you're if you're if your likeness is being mixed up with another state. Well, I will say this: New Hampshire's they're all really pretty states, Vermont included. Yeah, I've been to Maine; it's gorgeous. Maine's oh, awesome. Maine. I love Maine. New Hampshire in the summertime, eighty degrees and nothing but green <clears throat> as far as the eye can see. Wonderful! It's wonderful. We should do a show from Vermont. Let's yeah. do it now that we've completely trashed the their state. We, we should go and even better. We should do a show from a Sabaro in Vermont. <laughs> do they even have Sabaros in Vermont. This is the I'm, weird thing. Hold I on. Sabaro location finder. Here's the thing. The weird thing I noticed about New England, upper New England, is like so many of the chains that we have down in the other rest of the lower 48 aren't there. Like, huh. 
like the pilot rest stops, like they stop in Massachusetts. Like they've got their own program up there. Upper mm-hmm. New England, <coughs> excuse me. Upper Not New Delaware. England. Like it's like it's kind of like the in between. Like it's not quite Canada, but it's not quite the rest of the U.S. It's really unique up there. Canada, I saw Canada once. I have I have disappointing news. There's no Sabaro. There's no Sabaro. There's no Sabaro in Vermont, which the proves clo- my point. The closest one is in Plattsburgh, New York. Yep, which which proves my point doesn't it? That upper new England's on its own program up there. They don't need to borrow. Yeah. They've got their own thing. They've got uh, crazy drunk uncle Lewis's pizza. They probably do. Ben and Jerry's up there. Aren't they from Vermont? I think so. Ben and Jerry's. Um, there's a lot of syrup up there. Like yeah. maple syrup. You know, remember that? I do. Thank you. What I the thought- heck is that? Asquatch. This was a stupid name. That ain't Sasquatch. That's no, no, no. I said Asquatch. Oh, Asquatch. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. Someone makes uh, Sasquatches out of animal butts. I, I'm not even going to explain that to the listeners. (laughs) That's that's terrifying. That was another really good stupid news. They don't need to. I've I've had some good ones. I will uh, pat myself on the shoulder, but you yeah, ain't as good as you once was. But no, well, you, you also took a bow and brushed your shoulders off, and I know honestly, it was warranted. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. It was good. So we, uh, Scotty, you had something else. Uh, you had, you you actually had a self care Sunday. Today. I, I did. I, I treated. I know you say treat yourself. I treated mm-hmm. myself um, today. I decided, well, today was the last day of my spring break for work. Elle was in Florida this week. So she came back yesterday and I decided I'm going to do something for myself. So I went to the Museum of Moving Image by myself. Something that I don't think I would have done when I was younger. You know, I felt like I needed to be with somebody. However, it was so relaxing. And I was able to go through the museum on my own, which anybody who has not been there, it is, I I could spend 24 hours in there. It's amazing. Excuse me. Um, They have a huge Jim Henson exhibit, which I am, Jim Henson's my idol. He's hands down my idol. Um, They have all old, you know, Muppets and and all of his uh, sketches and notes, and they have all cameras, um, you know, throughout the museum, old cameras and uh, old TVs and just, it, it's just amazing. It's just an amazing place. Um, but the point is, when I was younger, I don't think I would have done that. I don't think I would have went on my own and toured a museum and hung out by myself. But I did. And it was very relaxing. Um, I also went to my favorite restaurant, which I'm going to give a quick plug to. It is called Snowdonia. S N O W. D-O-N-I-A. It is right here, little card. It is a Welsh gastropub. Mm. Um, I went to a museum uh, a few years ago with uh, my friend Z, who has been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what his name was, but uh, we randomly came upon, upon this, this small little hole-in-the-wall restaurant. They had a burger there called the St. David's Burger which is what I got today. It is hands down the best burger I have ever gotten in my entire life. It is one of the best meals I've ever had in my entire life. Um, This burger, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. Um, But it was just while I'm doing that, it was just a really nice day. And it was, it was a day of just, chilling by myself got to treat yourself once in a while yeah and it was, it was really nice um the saint david's burger is a half pound patty with house-made corned beef grilled portobello mushrooms pickles cheddar cheese and brown gravy on a brioche bun that doesn't it, sound good but it doesn't but it is 
hands down the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. And I got a side of pickled onion rings. Ooh. Which mm-hmm. were also to die for. Yeah. I would do everything so, on that burger, but the mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. It just all melds together. It's it's really it's oh. so so good. I'll have your mushrooms, um, Quinn. So my question to you, gentlemen, yes, is what is something that you didn't enjoy doing when you were younger that as you're older, you say this is the nice nice thing. Like for me, going out on my own and touring a museum on my own was really relaxing and so something that like gets you back to center. Yeah. But something that you never really thought, like I never thought I would want to do that, let alone do it. Like I always thought, and there's actually a concert coming up and I'm debating, nobody wants to go with me. Bowling for Soup is one of my favorite bands and they're playing in at Starland Ballroom for $35 and I'm dying to go with them and less than Jake and nobody wants to go with me um, or people want to go, but they can't. Right. And I'm tempted to go on my own. <laughs> I don't think I will. But after today, I was like, maybe I'll go on my own. I've done that before. I've gone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I went to, let's see. I went to Irving Plaza to see Our Lady Peace on the Clumsy 20 tour uh, in 2017 by myself. I decided that day I was going, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. I was just like, I'll buy this ticket. I'm going to New York tonight. I'm going to go. And it was a lot of fun. And it was 2017, which was a weird year in my life. So I was glad I did something for myself. But that, that, oh, excuse me, Rona. Uh, I don't have Rona. Too soon. Joking. Um, but that's my desk. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. That, that's not my thing. I need to think of what my thing is. So, JD, I don't know if you have one at the ready. I know. Um, Rowing this out, we didn't get to talk about it too much off the air. I guess mine would probably be probably cooking. I don't, I mean, I never really cooked that much when I was younger or a kid, because obviously I had meals mostly prepared for me because I was a kid, but I've, I really find it, I wouldn't say it's relaxing to cook, but I feel like it just gets my, your juices flowing. My creative, yeah, I was gonna say creative juices flowing, but that doesn't really seem right either because I'm usually following recipes. <laughs> um, but there's just a, there's just a nice feeling to cooking something and then like taking a bite of it and it tasting good because um, I feel like I'm a pretty good cook. Uh, and then I have to clean, and I then I hate everything because <laughs> if I could cook and not clean, I'd do it all the time. Uh, that that is the worst part. I agree. See, and yeah. that's why Elle and I are a perfect match because she, I love her, but she can't cook. Um, but she does clean. And mm. when we moved in together, we said that's that's it. I'll cook. She cleans. Yeah, go. I can. I that can. I'm a, I'm a pretty good cook. My brother is a phenomenal cook. We were in. Uh, I was in Ohio for Easter last week for my nephew's birthday party and um, his, his older son turned 16 and wanted a steak for his birthday and he sous vide a steak. Wow. And it was probably the best home cooked steak I've ever tasted. Cause my nephew was fortunate enough to get, was nice enough to give me a bite. So oh, I am not just for him. Yeah, he cooked a, a he sous vide a steak just for his wow. just for my nephew because that's what he wanted for his birthday. He wanted a steak. Good for him. Yeah, he's and it, he, and he sous vide it, which is just like, yeah, it's sous vide. I I, I need you to like try vacuum seal it and boil in water. It. Yeah, yeah, or you va- sorry you vacuum seal it and then put it in water. Yeah, right, right, and yet it cooks exact it cooks perfectly. Cause the water is at the certain temperature and he Jerry rigged some system to like turn the heater on the, the water bed on and off based off of a temperature sensor. Oh wow! So if it got too hot, the heater turned off. And then when the temperature got too low, the heater came back on. So he kept it at the same temperature the whole time. He's oh, wow. much better cook than I am. And he has a hibachi grill in his house or in awesome. his backyard. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So that'd be mine cooking. Good answer. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I'm big into the crock pot thing. I make a, uh, a stuffed pepper casserole, which I keep coming back to, and that's a lot of fun. I mean, there's that. I mean, just trying to get outside more. I actually had an idea that, like, you know, in Nashville, I live within a day trip of a lot of places, and like once a month, I should try to take a day trip or a weekend trip just to 
give myself a break because I don't do that often. And that's where I was kind of stuck with this, Scotty, because like, honestly, I don't take a lot of time for myself. But, you know, if I did, it would be more probably more cooking, more day trips. And of course, you know, I mean, the one thing I make sure to do for myself almost every day is the Quinquake workout. So, um, you know, that at least I've got. But, you know, I didn't roll my eyes for those of you couldn't see me. Oh, oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, that's, yeah, that's the one thing, but you know, as you know, I'm, I'm in a year right now, 2022, where I'm just like, you know, I'm scrapping and I'm battling and I'm trying to build this thing and just trying to, you know, finally solidify a lot of things in my life. So it's like, unfortunately that comes at the expense of a lot of relaxing me time, but I will say though, you should find it because it really did help. Like going back to work tomorrow after having a week off is going to be rough, but I think having today is going to make it a lot easier because I was able to just completely reset and just do everything at my own pace. So I I would say find it, even if it's like an hour, like take Ringo for a walk, you know, like, yeah, something like something like just find it because it really, and the same with me, like I never have time. And even if I do, I'm exhausted to do anything. Mm-hmm. But today was really a nice, nice day. Yeah. Well, now that I've now that I've stopped going to the club trying to find love, I actually, um, you know, I try to get the workout out of the way early on Sunday, you know, and then <laughs> if there's anything I have to do work wise or otherwise, like on Sunday, I'll then get that out of the way and then, you know, just try to come back to center. I've been doing a lot of reading actually. I've been, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I should do something for your eyes segment soon. Um, cause I've been reading some really good personal development books too. Um, just try. Yeah. Just overall for me, it's about healthier habits, you know, and, you know, just trying to continue to implement those and get away from anything not healthy. You know, it's just, you know, since turning 35, that's just been a really, uh, big area of focus, but it's, yeah, but also you got to balance it out with trying to build an international music platform and, you know, maybe becoming a TV star soon. So, yeah. So all because of my Instagram thirst traps. It's, it's crazy what thirst traps can, can, what opportunities they can bring you. Yeah. Well, they're going to keep bringing these opportunities and we're all going to be rich or something. We're all going to be rich. Wait. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're getting, we're getting in on this gravy train too. You didn't hear this? No. Oh. Well, JD, here's the grand plan. So I have yeah. it in my mind. I actually came up with this a couple weeks ago as I was driving around and I want there to be by 2020, 2028, a physical underground music collective headquarters building here in Nashville. Mm. In that building, in the basement of that building, I need to find a place with a basement because there will be mom's basement studios, which if you're not familiar, was what we called my parents' basement when we first started the show. And we're going to have mm. a dedication ceremony to my mom in her memory on August 17th, 2028, which is 15 years to the day that the show was conceived. How we're going to get there, I'm still figuring out. But you heard it here first on the Quinn Spin. This is happening. It's actually it's in my Google calendar. August 17th, 2028, Mom's Basement Studios dedication. You know what has to be down there? The, the table. Couch, the couch and the table. Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. By then, if I can afford this, then I'll definitely be able to afford the shipping on that table and the couch. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Actually, I think the couch might no longer be among us, but the table's still there. What about the, the case of Beanie Babies? That is still there as well. Although I think well, that needs to be there too. Well, my nieces and nephew like to play with them now. Right. Oh, so they're worthless. Well, that and they weren't they always worthless? Not, not, not in if, the 90s. Not when not if you didn't take the tag off them. Yeah, yeah. there's there yeah. some rare ones too out there. I was always yeah, on the hunt for the rare ones. Yeah, I had a I had a I think the the bull's name was Tabasco, and I had one without a tag on it, and then someone took the tag off it, and I uh, was very mad as a 10-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I but had, they might I, not be worth anything anymore. I, I think the very rare ones might be like the OG ones before they really became. A, <laughs> why do I keep Rona coughing everywhere? Um, oh. 
It's allergies here in Nashville. I'm about to, I'm about to yeah, look. Same. Let's see what the most expensive Beanie Baby is. Yeah. Um, I'm going straight to number one. The most expensive Beanie Baby in the world. Oh, this doesn't count. This is multiple. Large Wallace and his squad, which is five Beanie Babies. What? But, uh, Large Wallace? Large Wallace and his squad. If you have all five of them... Uh, Oh, it's I see that too. Six hundred thousand dollars. How about Weenie? Weenie? Pr- oh, Princess the Bear is five hundred grand. That's the Princess Diana tribute beanie baby. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. The Princess the Bear, Princess Diana. Uh, yeah, but there's certain beanie ones baby. I think of that one. It's Let a pur- it's it's a purple one with a white flower on its chest. How much? Five hundred thousand dollars. That one's sitting in the case up there, and I'm going up next weekend. This what? weekend. What? 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 Yes. Does it have that the tag series. on it? Yes. Oh, sitting in the case. Oh, it's there. Oh, I, I feel like it, I feel like I'm going to go steal the Declaration of Independence next week. Are Do you sure it's with the white flower? Yes. Yes. It's princess. We had princess. We we need to have a show that is an update next week or like some. This is big. This is. Oh my gosh. 500,000? Is there like yes. a certain edition of it or just in general? Um, no, that's, I, I think the Princess Diana one, there were different versions of it. And one is worthless and one is, hold on. This one says it has a purple body and features a white rose on its chest. That's the one. Don't wait. Hold on. How much is the Princess Diana Beanie Baby worth? Don't believe the rumors about these little bears being worth gobs and gobs of money. Uh, this mm-hmm. Quinn, I, I should probably just send you this whole uh site to see if you have any more of these. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. Um, I could. There's a lefty the donkey and righty the elephant, which I yeah. guess are political ones from the '96 oh, election. Wait, so this says, case in point, on eBay you can find a Princess Diana Beanie Baby listed for six hundred sixty-five thousand dollars, right next to one that's uh has a winning bid of fifteen dollars and fifteen cents. So basically, it all comes down to who finds it and what they're willing to spend on it. Yeah. Well, crap. This feels like lazy but it journalism. Might be worth keeping in your possession. This feels like lazy journalism where they just saw one that was it listed for an absurd yeah. price. And then it was, I mean, it's reader's digest that I found this. So my, the website I found this was on wealthy gorilla. I'm now questioning. However, it's journalistic integrity. Has, um, Princess Diana baby, beanie babies have occasionally been confirmed to fetch a thousand or even 10,000, but most of the time people aren't spending an entire fortune on them. Hmm. Hmm. Quinn, you should take it to the TV show Pawn Stars. There we go. And they'll give me like seven dollars for it. I'll give you. I'll give you three fifty. Seven dollars and a pack of smokes. Yeah. Or maybe he'll actually be a porn star with his thirst traps. Mm. Wow. I don't know if I'd go that far. All right. Good. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I'll sell out. I mean, listen. That. Money is money. Uh, that's true. Uh. <laughs> Twenty dollars. dollars. You're having trouble with love. I mean, <laughs> oh, we won't go there on the show. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we went from Quinn being rich to potentially not to maybe. <laughs> so stay tuned. We'll give you an update on what happens with the Princess Diana beady baby that Quinn probably has. Well, either way, I got to go there and you know steal the decora- Declaration of Independence. You should do it regardless. But yeah. look at this list first. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of beanie babies in that case. There are. There are. I'm going to look at the list. I'm going to open this up. I'm going to look at it after the show. Um, oh, yeah. Camel's worth 1500 bucks. Which one? Humphrey the camel. Oh, I don't have Humphrey. I was looking for Humphrey forever. Employee the bear is worth 3000 Nana? Wait. Employee the bear. Yeah, Nana the monkey, 4000 I have some of these. Peace the friend. bear. I hate to tell you, I've got a lot of these on this list. Okay, we got we got to we got to pivot to something else. But I've got a lot of these on the list. Did we just find the greatest beanie baby collection on planet Earth? Do I have the greatest beanie baby collection collection on planet Earth? It's confirmed. Quinn has the greatest beanie baby collection on planet Earth. Well, there we go. We may have just paid for Mom's basement studios. We may have. Finally, it's paying off. All right, we need to. 
We do. We need to. We need to pivot here. But I'm very excited about this. I don't have Large <laughs> Wallace in his squad though. Um, but anyway, we've got a couple more things before we wrap up here on the Quinn Spin today. First of all, something for your ears. Um, I just want to encourage everyone to go back and listen to last week's episode. Um, it's I'm super proud of it. Um, it features Lauren Gomez of Soul Fit Counseling. Lauren is a licensed therapist in Tennessee and Arkansas. And this was a different kind of show. We uh, talked about relationship dynamics, family dynamics, healing the inner child. And this is a lot of work that I've been doing on myself lately. It just really came at a right time for me and just such a good conversation. And I think no matter what, no matter what kind of relationships you want to improve with other people or yourself, this is a great episode to listen to. And I'm, again, just super proud of it. Lauren was a great guest and definitely looking forward to doing it again and doing more things like this. Um, so, yeah, good. just go back. After you listen to this episode, go back and listen to last week's episode. It's right there. It's the next one. And that's something for your ears. Uh, I've been mm. telling everybody about it. I'm I'm really stoked on it. So uh, hopefully uh, you listen to that and get something out of it. So with that, JD, nice. get us feeling good. Get us feeling good. And uh, I, I'm going to need to pad because I lost the video. I found it. That you was a roller coaster. Found I found it immediately after I lost it. So that was exciting. Crisis averted. All right, today's feeling good is coming up right after this feeling good song. And I'm feeling good. Don't get sued. All right, here we go. I'll be able to do that with no shirt next week. I know. Week. Yeah, We're once again, never taking my shirt off. Just need to reiterate that. All right, today's feeling good is Quinn might have a really expensive beanie baby. And, <laughs> and, and also... A teen finds a safe containing thousands of dollars at the bottom of the river, then tracks down the owner who'd been robbed 22 years ago. A teenage treasure hunter who combs river bottoms with a heavy-duty magnet pulled a safe containing thousands of dollars, and he captured hearts online after returning the money to its rightful owner. George Tyndale was scouring the river Whitham in Grantham, Lincolnshire with his dad when he made the incredible discovery three weeks ago. They followed a trail of clues to track down the cash's owner, a businessman whose safe was stolen 22 years ago. I mean, it was amazing, really, said the 15-year-old who lives in Newark, Notting- Nottinghamshire. We pulled Newark, the safe Nottinghamshire? Yes, in the, in, in, uh, in the United Kingdom. Okay. We pulled this safe out and it had all that money in it. The father and son were left gobsmacked when among the mud and slime inside the small safe was a pouch containing... of colorful Australian dollars. Also inside was a certificate and expired bank cards that gave the magnet fishermen enough information to track down Rob Everett. After contacting Rob to explain the amazing find, the kind-hearted pair visited him last week at his business in Grantham to restore, not restore, to return the stolen property. I was just amazed that they'd be able to track me down, said Rob. There are some really nice and good people in this world. They could have kept the money They could have said they attempted to get a hold of me. George was even offered a job after the business owner met him. If I ever want work experience when I leave school, he said the the offer is always open. Mr. Everett also gave George a small reward. And here's a picture of the three of them. And they all look so happy. Look at that. Oh, they're feeling good after that. They're feeling good. There are good people out there in the world. Look at that. Look at that. That that sends the crowd home happy, doesn't it? It does. Good well, job. that was my TED talk. <laughs> well done. Well done. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, gents. Um, again, this has been the Quinn spin two ends and Quinn two ends and spin. You can find us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, anchor, mm. Stitcher, and more. Also learn more about the show at underground music collective, our central hub for all things, independent music and more. Also learn more about UMC on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Follow the UMC 20 playlist on Spotify, which our new episodes go at the bottom of as a bonus track every single week. Check out Nash Live if you're here in Nashville. we got some shows coming up, more to be announced very soon. We've got a couple of exciting ones in May for sure. NashLive.live if you're local to Nashville or are thinking about taking a trip. See when you should. Go to NashLive.live. Follow me at Gerard Longo 12 on Instagram if you want to th- see my thirst traps. And gentlemen, where can they uh, check you guys out? Scotty Rock 77. Mine is every week. And if you 
two two followers, and you will get a shirtless Scotty Rock next show. Let's go. That's on Twitter. And uh, don't follow me. I don't don't want the followers. (laughs) All right. So if everybody wants to see what Scotty Rock's working with, go follow him on the socials. And don't follow JD, although you can. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't. I hate attention. Okay. But you're. I'm on just kidding. You can follow me on Instagram at Jason Deshong, J A S O N D I S H O N G, and on Twitter, flip it at Deshong, D I S H O N G, Jason J A S O N. Thank you. Grab some muffins on the way out. We'll Quinn's rich. Soon. Very soon. First, I must steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs>